Hey mamas, and welcome to the Entering Motherhood podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Marie Bilger, a wife, mom of two, mechanical engineer, VBAC mom, and doula, serving mamas through pregnancy, birth, and postpartum. If you're here for this, if you're as pumped up as I am and searching for that fire that you know is deep inside of you, then let's go. Let's uncover what it truly means to enter motherhood. You are a rock star. I believe in you. Let's doula this. Let's crank it up a notch and let's kick it into high gear together. Hey mama, how are you? I am just so excited to get this episode started and share with you what's been going on and honestly just what's on my heart, what I have been experiencing and what is going on in my life this past year. You know, I wanted this episode to be something that was useful and put together and be a tool that you can use to help navigate in that postpartum period. And if that's what you want, I actually have a few worksheets that you can go right now, just straight down into the show notes and click those. There's checklists, there's things compiled together. There's, you know, 80 items that you might need your first year postpartum. There are all these tasks and things and such that you can do to help navigate in the postpartum period. But what I found was I really wanted to speak from the heart and I really wanted to have something else for you to really listen to because I think what it really comes down to is we do all need to find a path that fits for us and we need to listen to ourselves and what our body and our baby and our life structure is presenting to us and listen to others and take in different perspectives but form our own opinions and I think that's ultimately what I hope for when you listen to these episodes when you come to this space you are taking these other women's perspectives and utilizing them to create something that is uniquely your own. And I really feel like we are all here just to guide each other and to help each other and to support each other. And that's what ultimately I wish to serve and provide you with and I think recently like honestly like within the last couple of days I have just been flooded and overwhelmed with messages of compassion and forgiveness and words of wisdom and energy that I feel so fortunate to be able to have Because I think everybody deserves that. And I think everybody deserves to feel like someone believes in them and somebody is there to support them. And we also have to be willing to receive that. We also have to be willing to take that in and 
accept that because it is something to appreciate and honor. But it can be hard sometimes if we feel that resistance. So like I said, I wanted this to be so much more and I will touch on, you know, some things that I've been preparing and really just accumulating over this past year and just relating back to how my postpartum experience was so different with Rosie than it has been with Isaac and not in comparing the two like this way is better or this way is worse or you know this and that I think taking them uniquely as their own and really just letting it all come in and letting myself receive what is here in front of me so yeah hopefully I didn't lose you too much (laughs) hopefully you are still sticking around and you are interested in hearing more and and sometimes I feel like I wish I could just dump out everything that was in my head and you can sift through it and pick out the pieces that are helpful and useful and resonate with you because I think that's what we, we all need to just understand that we're all existing and we all have the ability to collaborate and we are not here to shame or guilt or say you need to do this this way or you need to do that that way but really just sit with each other and listen and respect and and grow as individuals and that can look different for everybody and one thing that I really wanted to bring up was something that has really been on my mind lately of the view that we have for our children. So I think a lot of the times in motherhood, as we enter motherhood, we can really lose sight of our own views and desires and ourself as a person because we are trying to give this child that we have just brought into the world something that maybe we didn't have or something that we felt was lacking in our life you know whether it be different experiences or a place to grow and live and what that house looks like or what that trip looks like or what those moments are going to be like. And I was listening to another podcast and um, really just this came up because they were talking about and explaining, you know, what they envision for their children that are not even here yet and the path that they want to take when they enter motherhood and the things that are on their heart that they want to do and why they need to create these moments of life that they want to give to their children. And I think that's great. I think that's wonderful that we want to provide for them and we want to give them the world and they deserve it. And, you know, I want to have this sort of lifestyle so that they don't feel what I felt. And sometimes that can really be 
something that's holding us back from looking at our child as their own individual self. And we need to detach our experiences, our trauma, our lack, our perspective from their life. And so I'm going to give like a little example of something that happened in my personal life the other day that really hit this home a lot more and resonated with me for this exact message. So I had this kind of on my mind and I wanted to do something with Rosie the other day because I was really feeling a presence of, you know, my mom who passed when I was young and, you know, wanting to have that connection and wanting to have her memory available for Rosie and I, I want to make sure that I'm talking about her and I'm, I'm sharing things of, of, you know, what grandma Rosie would have said or done or been like and things like that. And so we were in her room and I was, you know, getting ready to tuck her in at night. And I honestly used to love getting tucked in super, super tight. Um, my mom would literally like pinch the sides of my body like all the way around and tuck me in super tight with the blanket. You know, we would say it was like like wrapping up like a mummy or, you know, like our little cocoon. And it was something that I honestly like cherish so much. Like I would love to be bundled up so tight that you know, like I couldn't move and I thought it was super cool. And it was like my favorite way to get put to bed because I felt secure and, you know, safe. And I really, really enjoyed it. So here I was, you know, like putting Rosie to bed and I'm doing the same thing to her. I'm, I'm, you know, tucking in the sides, I'm scooping her like legs up and I'm wrapping her blanket around and I'm doing this to her. And I was like, oh, like this is something that my mommy used to do to me when when I was younger. And she looks at me and she goes, why? Mommy, why did your mommy do this to you? And I could tell that she did not like it. She was not a fan. She hated the restriction of it. She hated that she couldn't move. She likes to wiggle and squirm around and throw the blankets or lay on top of the blankets or just be in like a big pile of blankets. And I looked at her and I said, I don't know, like I liked it. So like I wanted to do it to you because I thought like maybe you would like it. And I think, you know, like that just reiterates my point of, you know, sometimes we want to do these things for our kids because we think that they would like it or even love it. And we could, you know, look at it and be like, why don't you appreciate this? Why aren't you enjoying this? Like, I did this for you. Like, 
don't you want me to make your lunch every day? Like, don't you want me to pick you up and take you to school? Like, don't you want to stay here and hang out with me or have me be with your friends and let's go here and there? And like, we plan all these things because we think it's what our children want. And sometimes it's really just what we want or what we think they would want. But we need to take that time to ask them or evaluate their response to see if it's what they want. So again, like it's great to have that vision, that dream, that desire for your life and what you want it to look like and what it's going to be like. And I really highly encourage you to have some sort of vision for your life. But we can't assume that the other people in our lives want the same thing. And I really feel like our children are amazing teachers for us because a lot of the time they're so genuine in their feelings and their perspective and they speak truth and That has really been what I seek and what I hope to bring to motherhood because the truth is we all have different perspectives and the truth is like we can't place our perspective on somebody or begin to pretend that what is best for our life or what we feel comfortable with is going to be what they need or desire. And, you know, again, like something that I hope for you that has come across in these episodes, and if it hasn't, I apologize for that, but I really strive to give you different perspectives and I'm really just like excited and passionate about this and I think it's something more moms are looking for and more people ultimately need because it allows us that freedom to be our own unique person and to make decisions for ourselves and to have that freedom and choice and autonomy for our lives and also be able to respect each other in the process and the best thing that you can do for yourself is to really educate yourself and empower yourself in a way that you are able to make an informed decision and take this material and use it in your own unique way because you get to choose how you're doing things. And I'm really, really excited and hopeful to, you know, be presenting more options, more people, more experiences, more information that helps prepare you for a birth that you feel empowered with and lead you into a postpartum in a way that you get to feel like you're making the choices and that you're confident no matter what is coming at you and no matter what you have had happen, 
And to that, you know, getting into doula work and and doing this work of serving and helping mothers, I feel like I was called to the birth community and something awoke inside of me to want to share and really learn how to structure my thoughts into something that can be comprehended and resonate with others because it can help others. But also when you hire a doula, when you allow somebody to be in that space with you, they are there to support you and give you that sense of ease and relaxation but we are not here to save you we are not here to just walk in and make your birth be flawless we're not superheroes and i think that's another message that i've been hearing from so many other birth workers like you are the hero you are the rock star of your life and I hope you know that and I hope you realize that because you can pick the most wonderful birth team in the world, but if you don't believe in yourself, then there's still work to be done. There's still a journey that is being presented to you to go down and explore. And I think that's something that needs to be shown more often Like just because you have the perfect this or that or, you know, you buy an item that is highly recommended or most often used or all these material things or, you know, you go to the top birth supporters and you do all of these things. If you're not actually believing it and listening to your body and advocating for yourself... And allowing outside influences to alter the experience of what you have just gone through, then you're going to miss what's around you. You're going to miss what is being presented to you and the message that you're meant to see. And I think sometimes that can get really deep and sometimes that can be hard to hear because it means that we have to do the work and it means that we have to look deeper and peel back layers of ourselves, and we really have to sit by ourselves and see what we want but if we don't do that we're really projecting a lot of those moments on to other people around us and we're not able to hear them and see them as who they are so yeah I think this year has really shown me that I want to seek more truth I want to be more honest with myself and others around me I want to build more confidence and do the work that I'm, you know, saying and hearing and listening to and actually apply it 
to how I walk in life and how I navigate. Because I think it's one of those things that's so much easier said than done. And when we really ask ourselves, are we doing those things that we say we want in our life? Are we presenting that externally to others? Are we thinking and evaluating and bringing more awareness to our actions? Or are we just coasting and finding what's easy and trying to block out true feelings that we have? Because it's hard. So I'm right there with you, mamas. I am on this journey. I am so full of curiosity for the motherhood experience. And I really hope that we can build conversations around the things that truly need to be talked about and that we can get through these years without feeling like we we're just in survival mode and we just pushed everything down and we just trucked on through and we just allowed our body to be experiencing things that weren't necessarily healthy for it or we neglected ourselves because we felt like we needed to put more attention into other things and we let ourselves not be cared for because we thought we didn't deserve it. So I hope some of this resonated with you and I hope maybe it's not what you came here for or what you thought it was going to be and that you were going to get some really cool tricks and tips of of how to navigate this first year postpartum but I hope it did give you that sense of curiosity and just seeking more for this time and I hope it sparked something inside of you and if it did share this with other moms and friends and let them know like we are not alone. There are people here, but sometimes we hide. Sometimes we don't express our feelings and our emotions and we use humor to block down what's really happening and what's really going on. But I hope that you feel encouraged to seek the truth and that you open up with people around you and that you have somebody that you can have these deep conversations with. Because we need to let it out. We need to talk about what is really going on, like all of the emotions, you know, fear, frustration, happiness, anger, joy, everything. And I have felt all of it in this past year. Today's a good day. Today I feel lit up and inspired. And so I wanted to record this and share a message with you. But other days, I feel super down on myself and like nobody's listening and I feel all alone and I'm the only one having these thoughts. And sometimes I literally feel like I'm crazy. Like how in the world do people manage and live life when all of this is going on? And it can be so frustrating sometimes, you know, does it get better? Is there 
more that we can do? Is it true that if you do this and that, that like, you know, this outcome will come? These experts, these people like that are all talking about like how to improve this and how to do this, you know, like are their lives really like that? Is everything super tied up in a pretty bow and I'm here to tell you like if that's the perspective that you got from me or you thought like wow she really has it all put together like I don't but I try and I keep showing up and I know that it's worth it maybe sometimes I don't believe that the time that we put into things and the dedication that we have to fixing things up or, you know, making home-cooked meals and sharing little experiences with our babies. But I keep on pushing and playing and striving because there are moments of joy. There are lights at the end of the tunnel. There are highs and lows and I'll end on this I I recently heard a clip from I'll have to try to figure out where it's from I it's crazy like the words that we hear and the things that resonate with us and we forget to really remember where they came from but they were talking about the highs and lows of life and they said you know why can't it just be neutral why can't I just exist and not have these bad things happen just to see the good things and I believe it was their therapist or somebody in their life and they said think of a heartbeat and think of how it fluctuates and it goes up and down in life we need to have those ups and downs so that our heart beats so that we keep on living Because if it was just neutral, if everything was just straight and smooth, it'd be a flat line. And with a heartbeat, a flat line means you're not living. So cry if you want to cry, laugh if you want to laugh, scream if you want to scream. Just feel everything that is coming to you because it's there for you. And we're all in a journey of life together. So thank you for being here. Thank you for experiencing this with me. And thank you for listening to this if you have stuck around the whole time. It means so much to me. And honestly, I do this because I love it. And it brings me joy. And I know that there are messages from all of us that can help in our journeys of life and entering motherhood. Thank you, mamas, so much for listening. Remember, you are a rock star. I believe in you. Let's doula this. Let's crank it up a notch and let's kick it into high gear together. Hit that subscribe button. Share this episode with a friend. Message me, email me, call me, beat me. You know how to reach me. We're doing this, mamas. 
I am so excited to catch you here next week. This is your one-stop go-to place for helping you find the resources you need to make the best choices for you and your family during pregnancy, birth, and most importantly, postpartum. See you later, mamas.